and welcome back to another episode of the Business is Pleasure podcast with myself, John L. the Great. That's my new nickname. I just made it up. I don't care what you think. You probably hate it because you're a hater, but I love it. With the beautiful love of my life, Colette, also my business partner. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Please like and share so we know that you care. And the best way to start every single podcast, how was your week? So, my week was pretty eventful. Okay. Sort of. I just feel like I cried a lot. <laughs> Why, babe? Why did you cry a lot? You know I cried a lot. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, we were having like... Tears of joy, I hope. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. Like, I'm trying to bait out your scene or anything. No, I was hmm. crying. Okay. Yeah, we had a rough week. It was just, mm-hmm. um... I feel like it was just a build-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like, both of our frustrations. Mm-hmm. We were doing kind of, like, a lot of events back-to-back. We were always, like, working on the business. All our weekends were taken up by the business. And, yeah, I was just sad, I guess. I yeah. Like, we were, like, drifting apart. I feel like I just had, like, a roommate. Yeah. Not, like, a boyfriend anymore. Yeah. And it's crazy, though, because a lot of times we always talk about the idea of, like, running a business and, like, be careful what you wish for. Because we always think, yeah, we want a successful business. But sometimes you kind of forget, like, all those other things that do come along with running a successful business. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we don't have the opportunity to spend much time with each other. Because when I'm doing something in the business... You're working for your job where you're running your other business mm-hmm. and vice versa as well, you know? And the one thing that gets affected, unfortunately, is us and our relationship, you know what I mean? So it's kind of good that we kind of had, like, just, like, a real conversation about us and our relationship this last week so we can kind of understand it's like, we can't forget about one another, you know? And, like, we're always preoccupied doing something else. Yeah. And unfortunately, that does happen, you know? Yeah. And at the end of the day, we, we both know it's, like, our frustration isn't necessarily out of anger. It's more so out of, like, we miss each other. Yeah, and it's not necessarily <laughs> And it's not necessarily like that our our frustration is like towards each other. It's yeah. just more so like a reaction to like the situation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that's why like a lot of businesses do fail because aren't able to have that conversation like what's going on with the business? And just like any just like any business or relationship, just like with us, mm-hmm. we have to have that strong sense of communication so we can understand it's like, you know what, like why haven't we been able to hang out with each other as much? Like, not talk about the business, not talk about work. Just, yeah. like, just you and I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was good for the most part because, like, we had, like, a really rough start to the week, like you were saying. Then now we're just up. Also, the reason why I'm really excited today, two things. First off, I got a fresh cut. I'm really Ooh. happy, babe. I love when I get a fresh cut. I'm not going to lie. I love it. I love it. And my boy, LeBron James, kicked the Indiana Pacers butt today. So now they're going to go to round two to hopefully slap up Toronto. Even though I am from Toronto. Shout out Toronto. Don't worry. You guys will get it one year, but not a, not not a, not not by LeBron James losing to you guys, unfortunately. But one year, one year, one year. Mm-hmm. So, so you're happy. I'm, I'm really happy. You don't feel my energy, babe? Like, I'm yeah, good right now. Like, you're really happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, one thing that I think that we've been able to, like, slow to get the ball rolling into constantly talk about how we can like allow our business to expand mm-hmm. by doing different ventures and like meeting different people and I know with one thing that you try to do you always try to worry about how can you bring value to other people and other businesses you know mm-hmm. so I think the idea of what you were saying is how um, we should start wholesaling 
because we want to we don't want to necessarily be a vintage company a hypebeast company or a streetwear company we want to be a fabric company yeah because we have different links and different connections that we're actually able to source materials so it doesn't always have to be clothing right mm -hmm. so with the whole wholesaling idea like how do you feel about that i'm just like really excited about wholesaling in general because i feel like it allows our business to expand into other areas because like for me like i think I think of our day-to-day -day business as something that is, you know, it fits into our lifestyle right now, but like, as we grow, I want our business to grow with us, oh, you know? So like, I love the fact that like, you know, we sell online, we have like residual income coming in when we're doing other things, and then we also have the ability to go to events and those types of things and travel, but at the same time, I'm coming from the perspective of like, I want our business to be scalable and like, to a certain extent, like, events aren't necessarily scalable yeah. unless we get you know more employees and, and end up doing like multiple events through the city yeah 100 percent sure but i want our business to be scalable in the sense of like what's you know some actions that i can take now that can make our business scalable in the sense of like multiplying itself so like for example like the reason why like wholesale is different from say doing more events for example which is that would require a lot more time and energy on our part it would for require, events for events, for events. Yeah. it would require a lot more like manpower we probably need more employees in, in, in order to scale that up yeah whereas yeah. something like wholesale it would just require us getting a like a client and then another client and another client and then that would be a con continual relationship continual business relation between the two of us constantly getting more product and scaling in that sense without us necessarily adding any more like resources or like a huge amount of time or energy no 100%. so and also i think that it's really important to bring value to whoever you're working with and I think that you know with wholesaling a lot of the times we're working with other businesses or people that are building their own brand so we're bringing some value to them because we're providing them with a great product at a, a lot better of a price yeah and I think that's really nice too because like one of the major things about like the fabric industry that I do enjoy it's knowing that hey like we can give you guys a better rate with high quality standards mm -hmm. than you can get anywhere else and again, I think that's what you were trying to say when it comes to like the whole value aspect. Yeah. And it's nice, you know, it's nice to know that like you're helping someone's bottom line, yeah. plus you're increasing their profits as well, you know? And plus you're increasing yours. <laughs> and, then, and and that's the best part, right? Because yeah. the, thing, the thing about events is that I love them. Because I'm really personable. I like to walk around, be social, meet new people. See, I'm everything. not. Like, yeah. I, I am social to a certain extent, but I'm social when I want to be social, yeah. which isn't all the time. So, like, there are moments when I just... I don't want to be in, like I not to say that I don't want to be in an, an event because like I'm grateful for like all the opportunities mm -hmm. that we have right now. But it's not your like comfort zone. Yeah, it's not my comfort zone. Like I'd rather be behind a computer telling people what products we have and then telling them yeah 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 most definitely <laughs> and I think that's the good aspect about working with wholesaling. People give us an order, we figure out their order and just get it done. But when yeah. it comes to the events, right, we have to like pack up unload, worry about all the logistics, then driving. Mm -hmm. So it's like it has the potential to be really inefficient. Yeah. But then again on the bright side it's like you're meeting so much people. Yeah. You're directing face to face and also you have to put the customers able to put a face on the business, which is extremely important as well too, right? And and I think it just kind of like goes back to your whole thing where you always want to like spread the risk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And kind of like 
put all of your chickens in a different basket and see like which one is going to or like which multiple ones are going to benefit you at yeah because because like even for like my full-time right because i work in insurance which of course you already know so one thing insurance companies do they spread their risk by the volume so they'll insure large amounts of places they also do it by like having on um, different locations. So they'll spread, they'll have risk in Montreal and in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And then of course they'll diversify and have different types of service. You know, they'll have, they'll insure cars or they'll insure contents of people's homes. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like what we're doing with the wholesaling where we're spreading our risk in that way. So we're not only selling vintage clothing, mm -hmm. but we're selling high-end streetwear. Mm -hmm. Plus we're going to be doing that as well by doing events. So we're constantly trying to find different multiple ways to make money and, yeah. and generate um, generate profits, right? Yeah. Because the one thing that I really do enjoy about business, it's like the more you do it, the more opportunities you're actually able to create for yourself and you actually mm -hmm. come across, you know? Because when we first started this business, and it, even if you look at our five-year business plan, wholesale is nowhere in it. Nowhere in it, you know. So it's literally just an idea that popped up into our head because we saw that there was a market for it. So it's like, why not try and like create value out of that for people while again helping the business to grow? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so that so that's definitely really really good. Yeah, no, for sure, hundred percent. I definitely agree with that, and I definitely think that spreading the risk and like focusing on ways to expand our business for like the long term our like five and ten year plan is mm -hmm. definitely something that we should focus on and revisit mm -hmm. and take a look at again and possibly also like factor that into our business plan because we haven't really revisited that in a little bit no 100 percent. but it's so crazy though when you really think about it it's like if we're able to kind of come up with these like opportunities what are the other opportunities that we're essentially going to jump in there's so many and like it's really interesting to think like the possibilities of like this and like you know starting your own business like the opportunities are like endless yeah. you know it's, it's actually really exciting to think about like where your mind can take you and where like action can take you and what that can mean you know? Yeah, because we could have remained stagnant the whole time and be like, you know what? We only want an e-commerce business. We're not going to worry about events. We only, we're not we, gonna... won't, we only want a website. We won't use apps. Like, you know what I mean? And we'll only strictly be vintage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think there are a lot of companies where they can just do that. Yeah. But I think the path that we're taking, we're understanding, like, how much better, essentially, is to spread the risk. Exactly. How much, how much like, we can put more hands into different pots and stuff like that, right? Exactly. And, and I think it also benefits us. Like, we don't have, like, an emotional connection to, like, mm. clothing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Not anymore. You used to. Not anymore, man. It's you hard, though, man. To. I've never really had too much of an emotional connection. Like, I don't get me wrong. Like, I love clothing. I love style. I love fashion. Even though I don't really like talking about fashion because I think it's, like, a weird thing to say. But I like style. Okay? So, like, like... I feel like some people that are in like say the same industry as us like they get really attached to like the, the finds that they find through thrifting or, or wherever else they may find it and they'll be like no like I need to sell this for like $500 because like I really like it and I think it's a one-of-a-kind piece and I think it's amazing but like your customer may not and your customer may not see that value and see that as something that's worth $500 and like no one might you know what I mean that maybe it's just something that you're thinking of yourself so I think like the benefit for us is like if somebody wants to buy something as long as we're making a profit we're like take it yeah 100%, 100%. you know we're like we're like okay cool I'm not gonna be like oh well you know I could get this and, and wait and wait until that person either comes or doesn't come you know what, you know what I, mean? I mean so like 
I think like that benefits us and that allows us to expand into different markets of like wholesale because like there's stuff that I, there's times when I'm picking stuff for people that do wholesale through us and I'm like damn this we, is, we could sell this for like 80 bucks I'm like not even that it's like I can keep this for myself yeah, but I'm yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. this is for them this is what they want this is their wholesale product go give it to them you know what I mean and I think it's like what you said about the universe the more you give into it the more you'll come out the more that you'll get out of it so yeah. for us the thing that like oh well we have to hold this piece because it may never happen again yeah. it's like no like the universe doesn't work like that it's an yeah. abundance so yeah. the con as we're constantly like trying to bring value to other people with the clothing we're going to create we're going to get that clothing back we're going to get the profit we're going to help people yeah, exactly. so it's like i don't want to hold into it and like have it like an emotional strain on me like, oh man remember that 1984 band tee that i got two years ago yeah i could have sold it for 500 dollars, but i only did it for two yeah it's like shut up get like, over yourself yeah and like you can't live in, a, in like a mindset of like lack like essentially what you were saying like you can't think that like if like someone else is successful like i'm not going to be successful mm -hmm. or if like like i sell this like one of a kind like acdc band t-shirt to someone like i'm never going to come across something like it or something as value as it ever again like or like if i sell this for a bad price like my business isn't going to be as successful like no that's not the case like you're going to come across amazing things all the time you're going to come across amazing opportunities that are going to allow yourself to propel forward and allow your business to grow forward but you have to be in a mindset of those things coming into your life because if you're in a mindset of a lack then you're just going to keep pushing them so keeping on the whole idea of abundance and doing more what do you think about our new strategic plan to actually post more frequently how do you feel about it? Because I remember when we initially started doing the apps about like, well, how was this? Let's say about like a year and a half ago. It's about a year and a half ago. Yeah. We probably posted one item. We posted three times a week, only one item each. So six items, mm -hmm. okay, a week that mm -hmm. we were doing, right? Mm -hmm. And we were doing okay at that point, you know what I mean? And now we've implemented this new plan. Yeah. How we're, how, so for la about the last two months, we've been doing four items a day. And how do you feel about it? What do you think? How do you think it's like, is, do you see any like, major differences or anything? I think it's been a huge difference. A huge difference because like, you have to think about the, you know, the, the, the times that we live in. Like, everything's based off of a news feed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everything is based off of like, what's most current and what's the most relevant, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. So like, the same thing goes to posting. So if I post, once every or like say three times a week six times a week we're posting all together we're slowly rolling down and down and down the new speed right yeah and it's just not it's not beneficial and it's not going to allow us to get as many eyes on it as we usually would so i think with us posting more frequently and posting you know on a regular basis, it's allowing all of our stuff to get pushed to the top of the newsfeed every yep. time. Yep. And that gives people, one, an opportunity to see it, two, an opportunity to click on it and potentially buy that particular item, or you know, click on it and then look through all the other stuff that we have too. So I think it's made a huge difference. Obviously, like it takes a little bit of more of effort from us, but it's a small, it's a small change. It literally takes us like, what, what would you say, like 10, 15 minutes to post on all the apps? Yeah, easily. And, yeah. And that's okay, it's like, yeah. You can like relax, watch a basketball game while you're doing it. Yeah. Like, I mean, like you go to the bathroom quickly, just do a couple posts. Yeah, and exactly. So. And I feel like we've also found a lot of ways to make that whole process like a little bit more efficient. Mm -hmm. So like, when you take the pictures, you try to show the tag that shows the size, so we don't have to be like, okay, I want to post. <laughs> exactly. We don't have to like rummage through our pile of stuff, mm -hmm. which is actually quite organized, but it's still really, yeah, really yeah. annoying to like look for something specific. Uh, yeah, we don't have to go through a whole pile of stuff to figure out like 
what size is it? Yeah, I definitely liked it a lot because I'm seeing that like what essentially what happened like we're engaging more with the apps, yeah. so now people are engaging more with us. I think that's really really important. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like if you want to be successful in any app that you're working with, you have to like find a way to like figure out what the community wants for that app. Yeah. You know, because there are some apps that we do work with. And we realize you don't need to post as frequently with them because there isn't as much like as a connection there yeah with, with certain apps or whatever that like, we do with for instance like with ebay for instance you know what i yeah. mean ebay doesn't have the, the instagram platform so it's not really a new speed yeah so you so we, we didn't we wouldn't need to post as frequently on ebay we could have literally done like all the items one time on ebay mm -hmm. and people just would have done it by seo and by searching but with these new apps nowadays they're really based off the new speed generation yeah, right exactly. so like it forces us to be more engaging on them forces yeah. us to like actually take our time and it also forces us to be like strategic so like taking into consideration the time of the day really makes a difference so i find that it's best that like i post first thing in the morning so usually around like 8 30 or 9 and then you post why, why do you think that is though why do you think like that eight thirty nine o'clock is like, i think it, it works well. i think it's useful because like think about it what's like the first thing that you know, 90% of people between the ages of like, I don't know, like 14 to like 35, mm -hmm. what's like the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning? Pick it on my phone, exactly. check out all my messages, are you crazy? Exactly, mm -hmm. you, you pick up the phone, you look and see what you've missed, look and see like, you know, what's like going on in the world mm -hmm. right now, for however long you do it, some people it's two minutes, some people it's an hour, whatever the case may be, and you're just looking through. At that point, you're, if you're like, you know, a student and you're not in school or like even anyone, you're, you may be figuring out like what you want to do for the day. You may be like, you know, you're just waking up, you're just trying to get your bearings. You're not, your attention isn't like pulled in a number of different directions yet. You know, it's first thing in the morning. So I, that's why I think it benefits us to post early because it allows people to look at, it allows people just to see it more more than they would if say it was posted in the middle of the day when people are say in school or they're at work or they're like you know doing something else fun and exciting and they don't really care to look at their phone for like 10 minutes to see what's going on on no 100 you know what I mean? and then with me well, a good time that that works for me is i'll do it between like three and five three and six o'clock because yeah. at that point people are finishing work just getting home yeah. and of course that's when you have a lot of free time to like actually go through your phone to check yeah. things out and everything you know yeah. so it's kind of cool though because the whole idea of like the virtual world it really correlates with actually what's happening in the physical world as well too right mm -hmm. so if you're not able to look at these different trends that's going on in the marketplace you're kind of like holding yourself at a disadvantage because it's really important to be like hey like what time works best for people yeah. Like, you know, it, it's cool, though, because, again, it goes back to, like, how can you, like, interact and properly engage yeah. with the people instead of being like, well, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm free now. Yeah. So let me just post and what also, I am. And also weekly, like, the time in the week, too. Like, we find the majority of our sales come in, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? Yeah, Because yeah. it makes sense because that's most people get paid on, yeah. like, a Thursday or Friday. Yeah. And you have a little bit of extra money, so you're like, hey, like, let me go shopping. Whereas, like... On like a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, even Wednesday, like before your paycheck is coming, you're like, oh, or like, after, or after, after yeah. exactly. You don't really know how much money you have to spend. You're still kind of like, eh. So you just don't buy anything like extra. Or it's funny though because I remember when I threw at Club Monaco, whoever came to come shop on Tuesday or Wednesday, yeah. always balling. Yeah, they're always balling because like they have the money, like they're not waiting for their paycheck. Yeah, and the weekend just finished, so they're like, That's I don't true. care. Like, you want beer money? Just a Tuesday afternoon. That's right. Ballin'. It's like, why aren't you at work? Yeah, <laughs> you're balling. Or you're in a lot of debt. So, 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 so either way, either way, you have a lot of money to play with, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, but it's like, 
but it's kind of cool too. So let's try to figure out like different strategic plans mm -hmm. that we can figure out when it comes to actually posting as well too, right? Because yeah. one thing that I think would also help too with our posting, are we using like the right titles? Like, you know what I mean? Are we, are like, maybe we should start putting like more hashtags and the stuff that we do post yeah. and everything like that too, you know? I think like now that you say that, I think one thing that would be um, a really good idea, I, I do do this like somewhat. Yeah, occasionally. So whenever there's like, like an interesting or like current event, so say if it's like during like Super Bowl time, mm -hmm. so you're posting whatever, like anything, if you post like a tea, whatever we're posting, and then just like hashtag Super Bowl, hashtag like Valentine's Day, hashtag Christmas, hashtag, like just have certain things that are relevant to like what people may be searching for. And I know we do do this to a certain extent, especially yeah, on like yeah. stuff like Etsy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think like maybe you could do it more for like, I don't know, just like everything. Yeah, because I know that some, like, some of the apps are not necessarily really big on the hashtags. No. But then some of them are, right? Yeah. Like, like an app like Depop, for instance. Yeah. They really encourage use of hashtags. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe we can like create like a set of hashtags yeah. Like, remember how we're gonna we have our follow us. Yeah. Then we have our um for delivery, hit us up. Yeah. Then we can have like maybe like ten hashtags under that as well. Well, I know you ha you have one for Instagram. Yeah, exactly. I have one for Instagram. So I'm just saying like, so use that same hashtag, but whenever it's like say it's around you know Valentine's Day. Yeah, we'll add an extra add, one in there. Add in Valentine's Day, or even yeah. if it's like something weekend, like May two four. Yeah, May two four, like Olympics, or like just. Even if it's something random, really cool that happened, like say like LeBron James had like an interesting story, tag LeBron, you know? Boy. You know, like tag just like mm -hmm. anything that's like current Kardashian. Mm. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah, 100%, right? Yeah, or like Kanye right now, how he's like doing the best strategic marketing ever to piss everyone off, right? Yeah. So just like little things like that to just like try and be relevant within society yeah. so people come back to our page. It's very true. Like, very you, know, true. you know what I mean? Do you ever find it annoying that you fall for like strategic marketing? No, because it's like they understand the way the human brain works yeah. and as much as like we want to be logical and everything our emotions do take over sometimes you sometimes know? i get pissed though like when i was watching like the like when kylie had her baby and she like posted that like thing during the super bowl and i was like watching it and i'm like i was watching it and as i was watching it, i'm like i'm pissed like she got this, me she got me like yeah, this uh, is what she job. wanted to do yeah, like, like this on purpose great job great job and even right now, right, with Kanye West and everything, how he's yeah. like pissing everyone off with his like political views and everything. It's like that's such like a polarizing idea nowadays in today's society. Mm -hmm. So for him to like be on the total opposite side of the fence, mm -hmm. it's 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 so genius. It's yeah. so genius. As much as you may not agree with his ideas and stuff, but I think the way that his team is going about it, extremely, extremely well, smart. For, like, I fell for it so bad. I'm talking about it right now. We're talking about it right now. Mm -hmm. And it's also it's just for like that buzz factor, right? Because it's like he hasn't been doing anything mm -hmm. for a while and now it's like okay, like you're saying something things that are pretty controversial kind of being like a black man mm -hmm. and now your album's dropping as well. Oh yeah. By the way, your yeah. album's dropping. So it's like people are already talking about Kanye and it's like, oh like we've kinda of forgotten about this guy for a bit and now he's also having an album. Oh like let me check it out. Like you know what I mean? Like Yeah, it, it's crazy though because like he's able to do something like that which allows him to take chances, right? And I think with our business as well, that's one thing that we've become more comfortable with was actually taking those chances, you know what I mean? Because when we first started doing this, like I said previously, yeah, we only want to do online and e-commerce. Yeah. But now that we're starting to realize, like, let's do events. And yeah. even from the events, we're like, let's go to America. 
Yeah. And let, let's try to do events. Let us see how the market reacts to our stuff as yeah. well, too, right? Let's purchase like interesting stuff that we weren't usually like used to purchasing, like outside mm -hmm. of vintage, like off white and vape and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I think that's one thing we always gotta focus on. It's like let's take a chance in whatever we do, because mm -hmm. the worst that's gonna happen is that okay, you might fall a little bit or whatever. Because I remember there was this book that I read, and they had this thing called the Pilsinski Principle. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I've told you before. It was yeah. like um, always do research, always take chances. And always take chances where the where the where if you do fail, you can always get back up. It's like you know, it's like when we bought those. What's life without failing? You like have to. I think in in my life, like I think I like I don't know. I feel like I kind of live life as kind of you know um, like a law-abiding citizen. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, not really pushing the status quo all that much. You know, pretty much accomplishing all the things that I. Set like, out to I, I set out to accomplish, and I think like my, <laughs> and I think my biggest failure was really like a turning point, like in my life because it taught me so much about. But myself. guys, keep in mind, her biggest failure was her first failure. Okay. Yeah, for like that's far, but but like <laughs> you're gonna see like oh my biggest. No, failure. no, no, but it makes. Oh but, it, but it made me more comfortable with failing again. Yeah. Because both prior failing to, forward, right? Yeah, because prior to that, I was like, oh my gosh, like I could never fail. I can never do this. I can never do that because like that'd be the end of like you know you. everything that's important to me. And then you know I was like I failed, and I was like, okay, this sucks. But it's not the end of the world, you know what I mean? Like, I can get back up. And it made me, like, a stronger person, way more resilient, way more, you know, like, confident in myself and my abilities. And sometimes it takes, like, falling down on your face to be like, okay, like, I can get back up. Like, it's not that yeah. big of a deal. But I think, like, the way that you spend nowadays, you don't necessarily see it as failure. It's like, okay, crap, what lesson did I learn from this, you know? Yeah. Like, well, what am I supposed to take from this issue or this yeah. scenario and really build on that, you know? Yeah. And I really like that about your mentality nowadays. You stop more so looking at things as failures and be like, okay, like, let me re-engineer re my mind now and realize how can I do better and how can I use this as a, as a tool, essentially. As you know? a learning lesson, yeah. for sure. I think that's really important, right? At the end of the day, it really is your mindset. If you're gonna sit there and dwell on something that oh man like this is too hard like forget this I give up yeah then yeah you're probably right you should give up and like and like I think one of the biggest things that I've learned is that like your reality is literally just like a combination of perspectives yeah like that's literally all it is like how you perceive things and how you view things like that shapes your reality and that can change at any time yeah, you know what I yeah, mean yeah, yeah. so it's just like in some cases like obviously there's people who suffer from like real mental health issues like you know depression and anxiety but you know for someone not suffering from that a lot of the times it just takes like a change in perspective to look at things a different way to see like the positive in it you know as opposed to seeing the negative it's a choice yeah it, it always is a choice man. it always is a choice sometimes the, the environment that you're in the situation itself may allow it to be a harder choice but mm -hmm. at the end of the day like it's up to you man yeah it's, it's, it's definitely up to you yeah. and also guys it's up to you to like and share so we know that you care thank you so much for stopping by and listening to us blabber about mm -hmm. our business <laughs> so we'll be back again next week for episode 14 i believe it is yeah and we promised ourselves that we're going to do 40 and the pace that we're on we're probably going to do about 45 in one year mm -hmm. so i think that's a huge accomplishment but let's get it done before we congratulate ourselves too much. <laughs> After we high five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take it back. Okay, guys, so until next time, take care and keep well.